You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team our city this is why we play this is who we do it for take it back for tickets go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS and greetings from Estadio de Baseball Monterrey in Monterey, Mexico, where the Houston Astros open up a two-game series against the Los Angeles Angels. Astros coming off a series in Minnesota in which they dropped three out of four, including an 8-2 to two loss to the Twins on Thursday. Alex Bregman had a home run. Let me Diaz two hits, but the Astros have dropped two in a row, taking on an Angels team that's won four in a row and six of their last seven after they won their last game against Toronto 6-2. to two. That was on Thursday in Anaheim. Astros 18-14, first in the AL West, a game ahead of Seattle, and three games ahead of the Angels, who are in third place in the division with a record of 15-17. and 17. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Wade Miley getting the ball for the Astros today, and Miley has been exceptional so far in an Astros uniform, a 3.24 ERA and six stars. Yeah, first of all, buenas noches, Robert. Buenas noches. <laughs> all right, Wade Miley, he's a perfect pitcher for the Astros. As far as anybody in their rotation, he's perfect for this stadium because the ball's going to fly. Elevation a little bit higher here in Monterey, and the, the field, the dimensions are pretty short, especially down the lines. Uh, so to be able to keep it on the ground, throw that cut fastball in on the righties and get weak contact against the lefties, he's perfect in that that uh, that role for the Astros to pitch here. Other than that, man, he just chucks it. He just gets it. He throws it. He keeps everybody engaged in the infield have to be ready. Trevor Cahill getting the ball for the Angels today. He was the Angels opening day starter this year, but an ERA of close to six so far on the season. He's going through a transition, and Doug White, who was one of the pitching coaches for the Astros last year, we all know how the Astros love the four-seam fastball. Well, that hasn't been Cahill throughout his career. He's been a two-seamer. He's been sinker-slider type of pitcher, so he's trying to uh, get the ball up in the zone a little bit more, but uh, so far it's been a mixed bag for Cahill. So the Astros maybe find one of those pitches when he's trying to elevate, it flattens out that sinker. Uh, take advantage. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, this is a turf field here in Monterey. That's worth mentioning. And both you and I talking during batting practice, uh -huh. watching both teams hit and seeing the way the ball bounces, seems like uh, this. It's a it's a pretty springy turf, if you will, and, and could could see some high bounces. So that's something to watch tonight. Yeah, you know that's why batting practice is so important. And the Astros took infield a little bit earlier on. We saw Altuve playing in shallow, shallow right field, taking some ground balls, some hard hit balls out there to just get used to how the ball is going to bounce coming off of this spongy turf. Uh, and also the outfielders, they pull up on a ball, they get too close to it. You got to be careful that doesn't bounce over your head. One other thing too about this Angels team that really jumps out, they are averaging 6.48 plate appearances for every strikeout that's the best rate in the major league in the major leagues this year this is a team that does not strike out a whole lot yeah it's been a transition for them and we see a lot of teams try to copy the Astros and see what their success and what their model is and that's been one of the things is put the ball in play be uh, selectively aggressive all of those types of things and that's what the Angels are doing now we're seeing a lot of teams that way all right up next 
We'll hear from one of our favorite lefties, Mark Langston, Angels broadcaster, former big league pitcher. And a little later, we'll be joined in the coach's corner by Astros third base coach and outfield coach Gary Pettis. But now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros third base coach and outfield coach Gary Pettis as the Astros get set to play these two games in Monterey, Mexico against the Angels. And this has to be, I mean, obviously it's there's some adjustments since it's not what we're used to, but it has to be a lot of fun to, to just change it up and come here. And the people here, I'm sure, are going to be pretty appreciative to see these two teams. Yeah, you know, anytime you get a chance to play a major league game in a different city or state, it's always fun. Uh, and obviously for us, uh, being here in Mexico is totally different from being in, in Houston. But the fans have been receptive. I mean, we had a good evening at the hotel yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I went out and walked the field. It looks great. So uh, we're ready to play baseball. And I know it's a turf field. Does that pose different challenges in terms of outfielders and playing balls as opposed to being on grass? Well, it depends on how fast the turf is. Yeah. If the ball tends to move quicker on the ground or in the gaps, then we have to play a little further back in the outfield. If it's a slower turf, then we have the ability to, to play in because otherwise you won't have a chance to throw a gout on a ground ball. But with a faster turf, you can play a little deeper and still have an opportunity to throw him out. But with a slower turf, if you play deep, you don't have a chance. Now, we were just talking. You played some winter ball, not here in Mexico, but you played couple of years in in Venezuela and I mean it's it's a completely different atmosphere baseball in Latin America than what we're used to in the States isn't it oh yeah you know in fact when I uh, when I started I was in triple-a baseball and they asked me about playing winter baseball and I said sure I'd like to do that Um, and a lot of people didn't want to do it at the time because everyone heard the stories about how when you go over there if you don't produce they're more than likely to to send you home right so a lot of guys didn't want to take that risk but for me I felt like I knew I could play this game, and uh, I didn't think that there was a chance that I would be sent home. I know talking with other guys, especially guys like you were at the time at AAA, hadn't gotten a, major, a lot of major league time yet. A lot of times it's kind of when you get a chance to play against some some guys with some big league time and maybe realize, hey, I, I belong at that level. I can play at that level. Yeah, no doubt, because what happens is over there, a lot of the players from that country that are major league players over in the States, when they go home, they participate in the, uh, the winter leagues, and so it was a, a great opportunity to play against a lot of guys that I had watched on TV, and once you go over there and realize that you can compete with them and they're no different than you are, it, it really does help. And the more times that you can be put in game situations, the better off you're going to be, and so that's what winter baseball did for me. Now, getting back to the Astros, we saw Lemmy's Diaz get his first start in the big leagues and and left field the other day in Minnesota. And uh, it's a position that he's obviously been working at and worked with you in in spring training. When you have a guy who's been an infielder who's going to play some outfield, what are some of the things that you try to help them with as they make that transition? Well, one of the things, first of all, is to try to tell them that, listen, when you go out there, don't try to show off your arm because you haven't... uh, had to make a long throw like that so you have to get used to the distance of throwing the baseball from the outfield but more importantly I think the timing of when you get to your ready position 
just as the ball's being put in play is is critical and and that's one of the things that we worked on with him and once he got that down then it was reading the ball off the bat and so uh, he spent a lot of time out there we did early work uh, you know we had a little flip drill with him to get him some fly balls mm-hmm. uh, because it's easy to hit fungos to a guy but it's more scripted when you do it that way when you have someone toss the ball to the guy hitting it mm-hmm you have no idea where it's going to go. And so he did a very good job, and A.J. asked me if I thought he was ready to go out there, and I said, sure. And sure enough, we were waiting for him to, to get his first ball, and he did the other day, and he, he handled it pretty well. Now, this core group of outfielders you have, you've had them the last few years for the most part. The one new guy is Michael Brantley. And just watching from where I sit, it seems like he's fit in seamlessly both on and off the field with that group. Oh, he has. You know, he's got a lot of experience, and, uh, you know, he's been an all-star. He, he's always been a guy that's hit very well and so just adding that to our lineup was huge but then also uh, what people don't realize is that he is a very good outfielder and he's very steady Um, he will show you some brilliant plays from time Mm -hmm. to time but he's also going to be a guy that uh, if he can get his glove on the ball he's going to catch it Gary Pettis, Astros third base coach, outfield coach. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. This is Steve Sparks before the Mexico Series 2019 Monterey, Mexico between the Astros and the Angels. First time that the Astros have seen the Angels, so I got Mark Langston, radio broadcaster, longtime Major League pitcher, uh, to tell us a little bit about the Angels. Mark, what does the team look like so far? You know, so far this season, again, the two major bats not in the lineup, Shohei Otani, Justin Upton, and Justin Upton got hurt right before the season started. And that those are two big pieces that aren't in this Angels lineup. It's been a mixed bag so far for the Angels here in 2019. Pitching started out really as a strong point and then faltered a little bit. The offense really struggled early. The offense now has been so much better, and now they're starting to sync up. Had a nice homestand. The Angels just ended up sweeping the Toronto Blue Jays, who came in winning seven of their last ten games. So it was a good homestand. Things are starting to sync up. But realistically, uh, once those two bats get back in, and Shohei Otani should be back in, we're hoping the next stop on this road trip, which will be uh, Detroit for us. Mark, it always seems like it's just who can protect Mike Trout. He's not going to see many pitches during the course of the season, but it's amazing how much damage he does on the few pitches that he does. He never misses, does he? He does not miss. It's it's kind of like going back in time watching Barry Bonds when Barry Bonds really saw nothing to hit yeah. and when he was really putting up big numbers. Trout has really hasn't had a lot of protection. They had Justin Bohr hitting third behind Trout, not providing any protection at all. They have moved Brian Goodwin. He's kind of slid in there. Today it's Andrelton Simmons. So they're, they're trying to mix and match. I think once Otani gets back, Otani will definitely slide into that role. But Trout is one of those freaks of nature. He, When he gets an opportunity, we saw it the last series against Toronto, a good slider, and he missed it. He didn't swing at it. I'm like going, oh, my gosh, that's going to be the only one you're going to get. Sure enough, he got another one, and it's a home run. So the pitches that are somewhat close to a home plate, he's not missing them. One of the biggest storylines, of course, is Albert Pujols, who's just too shy from 2000. RBIs in his career. That's just amazing when you just put that into context and who he's in that group with. It really, truly is. I mean, every night it seems like Albert is is passing somebody, and, and these are the legends of the game of baseball. His numbers, when it's all said and done, are going to be as good as any player that's ever put a uniform on. And certainly the 2000 uh, RBI list is... It's just crazy to think. When you start looking at the names on this list and, again, who Albert's passing, it's only two guys... There's different, uh, different avenues to look at it, but really the way baseball, MLB's looking at it, there's only two guys that have gotten to the 2000 RBI plateau. Uh, and so, so Albert is going to, he's going to get there, and it's, uh, 
it, it's an amazing career. And again, nightly we're seeing him with doubles, base hits, home runs, everything that Albert does. Seems like every time he swings a bat, he's passing the legend. What does he mean to this team? You know, in the clubhouse to be that kind of a presence. I would imagine guys look up to him, talk to him as much as possible. Certainly been a big influence for Mike Trout. Him and Mike Trout talk a lot. Albert, he may not be able to do the things that he was, was able to do with St. Louis, but still the mind is there. As we all know, when you get a little longer in the tooth, you're not physically capable of doing some of the things, but your mind is sharper. So Albert is able to talk to a lot of these young hitters and really pass along some of the, the information that he has learned throughout his career, the discipline stuff that he does, goes about his business like nobody else. His routine is really, it's fun to watch because he is so regimented about what he does. This guy plays through a boatload of pain, and you see that in today's game. Maybe guys will get hurt, and, and the way the structure of the game, guys will get on the DL. Albert plays through stuff that I, not many guys in the game of baseball would play through. Mark, we're, we're recording this about three hours before the game time. Teams are getting ready to take batting practice. We're sitting in the stands high above the action. We had dinner last night. What, what's your first impressions of Mexico in, in baseball, maybe in Monterey? You know, it's, a, it's an interesting concept where Major League Baseball, they've done it. This is the second time that they have had teams come down here. Third time, really, if you count spring training. So the, the Angels are happy to be part of this. Obviously, playing the Astros, this is a big rival series. And Houston's not too far from here. So we almost figure this to be a pro-Astro fan base here tonight, even though it's an Angels home game. I think it's exciting for the players just to have the opportunity a brand new, different environment. Certainly, you're playing somebody that you're familiar with, but a new environment and the excitement around in this city seems to be at a real heightened level. So it'll be fun to, I think, the atmosphere here tonight for both teams. That's the thing. I mean, everywhere we go, everybody's just so excited. I'm happy for the people in Monterey and Mexico in general just to, to see Major League Baseball up close and up front. No doubt about it. When they get the opportunity, especially these two teams, there, there's a lot of superstars on both these teams. So it's fun for the people that they've heard these names, I'm sure, now to be able to see it firsthand, to see the Jose Altuve's and the Carlos Correa's, the Mike Trout's, the Albert Pujols's, to be able to see them live. What a, what a great experience. I know it is, you know, as we travel in different ballparks, people are just, they line up to see guys like Albert Pujols and Mike Trout. I know you guys experience the same thing. So for the people here at Monterey, you're right. This is a going to be a celebration, I think, for the next two days. Last thing, Trevor Cahill's pitching for you guys tonight uh, with the Angels. We saw him with the Oakland A's last year. Are we going to see anything different as you look about how he did last year? You know, Trevor Cahill's been a, a mixed bag so far, too. His first three starts were really good. His last three, he's struggled. He's working on a cut or something that's new for him. He has been a predominantly a sinker ball pitcher. This year, he's trying to implement a cutter into his routine. It's been it's been mixed, both you know pros and cons with the cutter. He's made some mistakes up in the strike zone. He's a guy that really again has relied down in the strike zone, but the way the game has evolved, up in the strike zone is where guys try to pitch in this day and age. A little tougher for a guy that's a sinker ball pitcher to try to make a living up in the strike zone because he's so used to getting outs down in the strike zone. So uh, he, he's going to be the same guy. He's going to try to you know show you some fastballs, and then he's got the off-speed pitches that are going to fall right behind him. That's the great Mark Langston with the Angels Radio Broadcast Group and former big league pitcher. Mark, thanks so much, as always, for joining us. Oh, Sparky, anytime. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back.
For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.